Good morning, and thanks for joining us. This is the morning news on WSBA, the Tuesday morning edition. It's election day. So anyway, uh, are you thinking about retirement at all? Well, you might say, I'm not going to retire for another 30 years. In some cases, you might be saying, I might never retire. Who knows? That's pretty much my case. But a guy who's got a thought on that this morning is Ryan Fox, Gettysburg Director of the Financial Consulate, a fee-only financial advisory firm. And he joins us here to take our financial pulse on the morning news. Good morning, Ryan. How are you? Hey, I'm great, gentlemen. How are you both today? Very good. Thank you. And uh, you're going to get out and vote today, right? Yes, sir. Okay, yeah, we have to do that also. And this is probably one of the harder uh, times to do the voting because it's not a high visibility kind of candidate. It's more like, I, I got to do my homework. So mm-hmm. make sure everybody does their homework out there today. But you want to talk a little, little bit about uh, financial planning for retirement. And I, is it a fair statement to say it's never too early to start planning for retirement? Absolutely. You got to start from literally the day you start working, thinking about what's the end game. Because for a lot of people, the failure to plan becomes their plan itself, while for others, you know, there's a natural progression towards retirement. And it's this whole concept of Election Day. You know, many people elect to retire. Some don't, and it just happens because of age, disability, a job goes away. Uh, some people are, you know, get severance packages, things like that. And one of the most important things to remember is aiming for a certain age or number might not be the best plan. We talk to people pretty often who say, well, you know, I can start Social Security at age 62. True. However, what they're giving up is an incredible increase from age 62 to 3 to 4 to 5 to 6, and also the subsequent increase in cost of living adjustments that they might be able to compound on there. Or they'll say, well, at age 59 and a half, I can start withdrawing from my retirement. That's true also. But there's an opportunity cost they may be giving up of delaying for a few years. You know, something many people say is, well, I plan to work part-time in retirement, and oftentimes the existing job may offer an opportunity to kind of have like a sunshine or sunset program where you can go from five or six days a week to maybe two or three. But oftentimes these part-time jobs aren't quite as easy to find after you retire, but oftentimes it's better to start looking for those while you're starting to sunset out of your professional career. You were talking about Social Security. Do you think Social Security will be around in, uh, you know, 10, 20 years? Yeah, absolutely it will be. It's a social contract. It's just a matter of what form it is um, and probably which way the political uh, atmosphere of the United States goes. But yeah, we, we definitely think it will be. For folks like me, I'm 41. We're anticipating something will be there. There have to be changes, and you either solve it by cutting benefits or raising taxes, and he who does either does not get reelected. So best of luck in that approach. What are some of the main components that people really ought to consider? You mentioned one, but what are some of the other ones out there that people ought to consider in, in really putting together a game plan for retirement? Yeah, one that we see sometimes is some advisors will recommend using like a return of 10% to help gauge if you can retire or not. 10% was pretty legitimate back in the 1990s. The last 15 years or so, 10% has been in a, an extremely high expectation of return. We use anything from three to five as kind of a pass-fail scenario. So what people need to understand is look for conservative projections of what you can do so you can retire. So that way, if things don't go quite as aggressively as planned, there's not an issue. You know, another one is large cost. Before you retire, take a look at your car. Is your car okay, your roof and siding, things like that? It's not a good time to incur large amounts of debt after you retire because usually your cash flow decreases. So it's pretty wise to try to budget for those things ahead of time than uh, after retirement. So how much money do we need to retire? I mean, what's, yeah. is there a rule of thumb? Well, there's really not. You have to look at what your Social Security benefit is. And for most people 55 and older, you know, they ought to be reasonably secure in that and probably even younger. Um, and you ought to look at what your savings projection is. We just worked with someone the other day where we projected out 
about the next 15 years based on their savings rate and a very, very modest wage growth, what it would look like in retirement. It was pretty surprising that with just a little bit of step up in savings, what age 66 for that person, because that was their full social security, uh, what that looks like, it was pretty interesting. The big bogey out there to be aware of is inflation. You've got to have an inflation hedge somewhere in your portfolio. And that's where, you know, if everything's sitting in the bank at 1% right now, you're going to get crushed by inflation over time. And finally, a professional advisor. You, you need to have someone you can trust in the long run when it comes to all the various things that, that really kind of factor into having a good plan. Uh, you're one of those kind of guys, Ryan. And where can people reach you? Sure. 334-1861 is the office here in Gettysburg. People are welcome to call. RyanFox.info is our localized website where People can log in there and, and, and look at everything that we do, how we operate, and they can also listen to the clips that we upload from this show. Darn interesting, I might add, too. And um, by the way, Ryan, you know one of the things we want to point out, too, is you're a fee-only financial advisory firm. And, and again, remind people what that means. Yeah, fee-only means we don't accept any commissions. We're salaried employees, and we are legal fiduciaries to represent our client interests first. And that means you're helping them. You're not helping sell a product, necessarily. Uh, And that is really the important point. Ryan, thanks so much for joining us this morning. It's always a pleasure. We'll look forward to getting our financial pulse taken again next week at the same time on Tuesday. Thank you. Have a good day. Thank you. You too. Ryan Fox, uh, Gettysburg Director of the Financial Consulate, with us here on the Morning News.